following program is intended for mature audiences. This is Rudy's Revelation. Welcome to the podcast. It's Sunday, July 18th, 2021. This week I'll be talking again about the political spectrum or the political scale. Find out where you find yourself politically. I'll also be talking back to the Sunday Talking Heads on CBS Face the Nation, where John Dickerson interviews former cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency director Chris Krebs, who said that the U.S. should go after vaccine misinformation on social media. And we also hear from Springfield, Missouri Mayor Ken McClure, who is using draconian methods to force vaccinations on citizens due to a reported spike in the coronavirus cases. Also be checking in on the Sunday morning propaganda at our favorite feel-good feature news program, CBS Sunday Morning, where correspondent Ben Tracy helps blame the existence of a severe drought in the American desert on climate change. Also be tearing in on the Sunday New York Times, showing how the newspaper continually mischaracterizes the facts to mislead the public. Also be going over the weekend headlines all in the next 30 minutes. But first I'll be taking you back to school, giving you some historical context to frame this week's news narratives. The word of the day is political theory. Definition of political theory, wanna a theory having to do with the political relationships among men specifically, one concerned with the organization and basis of government political theories are generated by social frictions, A. S. Kaufman B. The general body of such theories are history of political theory too, a branch of political science concerned chiefly with the ideas of past and present political thinkers and the doctrines and proposals of political movements and groups. Now, the reason I get into this is most people don't understand what politics are, what the political process is, and where they fit in the political spectrum. Uh, they say they're either on the left or the right, but they don't know the meanings of the words like conservative or liberal or Republican or Democrat, what those words actually mean, or what socialism and its opposite, individualism, have to do with the political spectrum. Now, the political spectrum is a system to characterize and classify different political positions in relation to one another. These positions sit upon one or more geometric axes that represent independent political dimensions. The expressions political compass and political map are used to refer to the political spectrum as well, especially to two-dimensional models of it. Now, they mentioned the political compass. Now, the political compass is a website that uses responses to a set of 62 propositions to rate political ideology in a political spectrum with two axes 
the left-right, which is economic, and the social, which is the up-and-down, authoritarian and libertarian. Now, they have a, a graphic here that has authoritarianism at the very top and libertarianism at the bottom, which is it's actually anarchy at the bottom. But And then on the left and the right, and obviously people know that the left is socialism and the right is individualism. So it's the one for all or the all for one. Most Americans are centrists. They believe in a little of each. Now, there's an article from Free the People in um, article, The Deadly ISMS-isms, The Political Spectrum Explained, and this from 2018 in an article by Logan Albright. In episode one of The Deadly Isms, Matt Keeby explains how the political spectrum doesn't go from left to right. It goes from top to bottom. That's not true. There are two axes. But they go... the good thing about this article is that they go in to identify all the terms, libertarianism, free people acting voluntarily to solve problems and help one another, totalitarianism, the state has total control over every aspect of people's lives. And it goes and defines um, terms from the left and from the right, including classic liberalism, the state respects individual rights and only exists to protect them from aggressors. And then, of course, democratic socialism, markets and elections are generally maintained with a system of large-scale redistribution of wealth and heavy regulation. And if you look online, there's several, uh, here's one, the political spectrum test, there's several tests that if you answer these tests, uh, if you answer the questions, they're going to place you somewhere on the political spectrum. I suggest you don't do tests. You can to get an idea of really what the spectrum is, but these tests aren't really fair to place you in anywhere in particular. Like one of the questions from these tests is, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. <laughs> And I know some of you are listening, so you don't see, but I found one graphic that is really good. Totalitarianism on the top of the social axis, and then libertarianism at the bottom. It's actually anarchy. Um, the opposite of libertarianism is not totalitarianism. It's authoritarianism. So the opposite of totalitarianism is actually anarchy. And then it has the left-right spectrum with socialism, and they list capitalism, but it's really individualism. So you have to look into these terms. And then, of course, liberalism on the left, liberal spending and conservatism on the right. And then I devised a um, also a scale here, which is similar to totalitarianism on the top, anarchism on the bottom, socialism on the left, individualism on the right. And, and I list all the other terms like collectivism, corporatism, Stalinism, fascism, Anarcho-syndicalism, why don't you look that one up, anarcho-capitalism, these are all political ideologies. Less than 3% of you people read books. Okay, so our reading recommendation of the week is a textbook, Measures of Political Attitudes from the Measures of uh, Social Psychological Attitudes series, and this is an expensive book on Amazon, it's 111 for the paperback, 915. This is a, basically an unavailable book. Um, you're better off spending your time reading uh, Carol Quigley's Tragedy and Hope. But The Measures of Political Attitudes provides political and social scientists with the necessary information to best measure political attitudes and data. Containing side-by-side -side comparisons of relevant measures, coverage includes political ideology, democratic values, political tolerance, racial ethnic attitudes, political trust, party identification, and more. 
Information in each chapter includes a systemic review of reliability and validity evidence, as well as placing the scales into a broad historical and research context. This is a good book to read if you want to learn about politics. If you just want to sit and be an armchair commenter or commentator, uh, feel free. But uh, if you want to know a little about politics, you have to learn a little bit about political science and political philosophy. Getting right into the headlines. This is from the Epic Times. Legal group seeks to learn a lot about to learn about Biden administration's coordination with big tech. This is an article by Stat, uh, Zachary Stiber from the 17th. A legal group is seeking information on the extent of the Biden administration's coordination with big tech after White House officials last week said they were in regular communication with the companies. Uh, this is obvious. This is the conspiracy. You have a socialist government conspiring, I mean, this is fascism, you have independent entities working in unison as authoritarian entities. This is fascism. From Reuters, music ban on Greeks, Mykonos, in new COVID-19 restrictions, Greece banned music in restaurants and bars and imposed a nighttime curfew on its popular holiday island of Mykonos on Saturday after a rise in new coronavirus infections there. Like I was telling people, enjoy the summer because this fall it's going to be an authoritarian hellscape. From AP, thousands protest against vaccination COVID passes. Over 100,000 people protested across France on Saturday against the government's latest measures to push people to get vaccinated and curb rising infections by Delta variant of the coronavirus. This is what I'm talking about. If people aren't aware, this is an authoritarian push uh, using a health crisis or a proposed health crisis to lock people down. Uh, put put themselves under house arrest. Uh, this is from ABC, KABC in Anaheim, California. An American First rally had been scheduled for Saturday night at the Anaheim Event Center has been canceled, the city of Anaheim announced. Republican representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia and Matt Gates of Florida have been had been expected to speak at the event. So again, they're shutting down free speech online. And again, they're shutting down uh, conservative uh, events, speaking events. Why would you want to shut down a speaking event? It's not a rally. It's not a march. It's just a speaking event so people can hear other people speak. It's uh, the First Amendment right. From the Jerusalem Post, COVID uh, entrance of vaccinated to Israel postponed again amid outbreak, amid concerns over the rising number of coronavirus cases. Here's the hitch. Police to employ an SMS-based system to verify location of those quarantining. They're going to track you on your phone. Also from uh, Sacramento, ABC, California, California lawmakers on Thursday approved the first state-funded guaranteed income plan in the U.S., $35 million for monthly cash payments to qualify pregnant people and young adults who recently left foster care with no restrictions on how they spend it. This is the test flight of universal basic income. Uh, I have nothing, I have no problem with social programs benefiting uh, destitute people. Um, that's why I'm a centrist. But I don't believe in universal basic income because you could see what happened this year with the extended unemployment people uh, just won't go back to work. From CNN, 
U.S. Air Force to send dozens of F-22 fighters to the Pacific amid tensions with China. United States Air Force is sending more than two dozen F-22 stealth fighters to an exercise in the Western Pacific this month on a usually large deployment of powerful jets that analysts say strong message to a possible adversary in China. Brad Lendon wrote this article in a possible adversary in China. And this article was written for China. From Reason Magazine, federal agencies can't resist using and abusing facial recognition. Some agencies don't even know ways their employees are using facial recognition. So it's a free-for-all. Already used to identify international travelers as they enter and exit the United States, facial recognition technology is becoming increasingly reliable and may soon become a regular feature of the travel process. Obviously, of everyday life. From the New York Times, Africa's COVID crisis deepens, but vaccines are still far off. Um, the, the reason I put this in here is um, they're having their pandemic, uh, and they say, oh, they're not getting vaccines. They don't want the vaccines. They could have our vaccines. The people that don't want the vaccines here should send theirs over to Africa. If there's anybody there who wants it. This is from the Washington Post. U.S. military once trained Colombians implicated in Haitian assassination plot. Now, we speculated about this early uh, in this event that I think it was the day of or the day after the assassination that I said that it was more than likely done by the CIA uh, because the, the West that has hands-on Haiti uh, ever since the slave revolution. Some of the former Colombian servicemen arrested last week, assassination of Haiti's president, previously received U.S. military training, according to the Pentagon, raising fresh questions about the United States' ties to Jovenel Mosey's death, obviously. Now, they're not going to touch it this much. They'll raise questions, but they won't investigate. From the Wall Street Journal... China's economic growth slows in the second quarter. Economists widely expected growth to trend lower beginning in the second quarter. Okay, so they expected it. But let me just show you the numbers here. We grow at maybe maybe 2% this year, 1.8 presently. China's economic rebound slowed in the second quarter but continued to show unusual resilience. They're growing at 8% now. They were growing at 18.3 year-over-year GDP. 18.3, and now they're at 8. Wake up! Wake up! Our possible adversary. From the New York Times, Delta variant widens gulf between two Americas, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Data received from overseas, particularly in Britain, suggests the spread of the virus will set vaccinated and unvaccinated communities on a very different path. This is a bifurcation of society. It will happen, and they will uh, conflate uh, Republicans and unvaccinated. They're doing it now, and they're going to continue to do so. But um, this is the mark of the beast. So you know you're not going to be able to buy or sell or hold a job or go anywhere. You'll be under house arrest if you don't get vaccinated. And the people that do get vaccinated, well, there's a special surprise coming in a few years for you. It's a special surprise. It's a gift. 
From the Epic Times, Trump releases letter from ex-U.S. attorney alleging Barr pressured him not to probe voter fraud claims. So Trump releases this um, this letter from a U.S. attorney in Pennsylvania that said Attorney General William Barr pressured him against investigating voter fraud claims, which we know now fraud took place, and it probably threw the election. Now, you could say whatever you want about that theory, um, but you should investigate it. Even if you think it's, you know, that Trump got a raw deal, you should still investigate it. So if you have an argument with anybody, at least you have the information. Inflation accelerates again in June as economic recovery continues. Higher used auto prices continue to push consumer price index up, along with the increases for new autos, airline fares, and apparel. Um. There is inflation, and this article doesn't tie it to maybe uh, out-of-control spending, borrowing over $6 trillion. Shame on you, Wall Street Journal. From the Washington Post, mystery surrounds suspected mastermind of hate presidential assassination plot. Um, This is a red herring, a Haitian man who has been arrested on suspicion of playing a leading role in the assassination of President Jovenel Mose, appears to have presented himself as a potential leader of the impoverished Caribbean nation for as long as a decade. This is a red herring. Um, the CIA, try, you know, with the School of the Americas, trained Columbi- uh, Colombian mercenaries and assassination teams for a variety of different reasons, and they just happen to use them here for this assassination. I mean, it should be investigated. From the Daily Mail, President Macron says only the immune can go to the French bars and restaurants making COVID jabs compulsory for care workers and warns that the country's fourth wave has already begun in dramatic national address. Yeah, he said um, you need to get the mark of the beast or you can't buy or sell. From the New York Times, FDA attaches warning of rare nerve syndrome to Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. Uh, Julian Barr syndrome, it's a a rare neurological condition, uh, can result from the vaccine. The uh, Moderna and Pfizer have other side effects, um, but that's the mRNA vaccine. So they want to push you away from the Johnson Johnson to the mRNA vaccine. So they put out this misinformation or disinformation that they're so interested about. I mean, they... They put out misinformation and disinformation, and then they blame people who are trying to get the facts out as putting out misinformation. It's just a reality on its head. From the Wall Street Journal, governments worldwide gorge on record debt, testing new limits. An enormous pile of savings makes it possible for nations to borrow heavily at low cost to find worries about inflation and sustainability. Define worries about inflation. They just said we have inflation, but they're not linking it to the record debt. Before we went on the spending spree, you know how much the United States paid in debt service per year? Almost $500 billion a year just to the banks on debt service. Wake up! Wake up! From the AP, radio host Larry Elder enters California recall election. Uh, Check out Larry Elder. He is a black conservative uh, radio talk show host. He also made the documentary Uncle Tom and... um, if you're new to the conservative movement, uh, you should check him out. He's a really smart cookie, and um, I wish him all the luck. 
in his race for governor of California. Again, from Reason Magazine, the USPS, that's the Postal Service, semi-secret intelligence service apparatus, the agency best known for delivering mail, has a side hustle in online snooping. If people didn't know, the U.S. Postal Service is an arm, in some respects, of the intelligence services. That's that's just the reality. Um, before they would spy on your packages and what mail you were receiving, but now they have an online snooping division. From Axios, Republicans push ban to discrimination. Excuse me, Republicans push to ban discrimination against unvaccinated people. We could see the bifurcation of society. We just saw an article on it. So Republicans are looking to um, put it in laws that will not allow people to ban people who are unvaccinated. So from the Associated Press, police patrol Havana in large numbers after rare protests. If people didn't know last weekend, uh, the Cubans rose up and marched in the street protesting the regime, protesting for liberty and freedom. And now the the uh, Cuban police are out in force um, arresting the people that protested. Large contingents of Cuban police patrolled the capital of Havana on Monday following rare protests around the island nation against food shortages and high prices amid the coronavirus crisis. That's AP for you. Um, they were protesting the regime. And even some people mentioned that, oh, they're, pro- they're protesting because they're not getting enough vaccinations. Uh, it's a protest against the regime, um, just in general, if you would look at the protests. And Darren, to the New York Times, I had to show you the cover of this week's New York Times magazine. It has a picture of a coffee cup and is written on the coffee cup, if you hate cancel culture, the liberal media, social justice coastal elites, and feelings, and believe in low taxes, pickup trucks, the police, the military, the right to bear arms, lots of them, and Trump 2024, this coffee is for you. And this is an article, Selling the Culture Wars, by Jason Zengerli. Some of these names. Um, I, I read a little into the article, and first of all, if you're on the right, of course you want low taxes. But pickup trucks, that has nothing to do with it. The military, the police, the right to bear arms, perhaps, and Trump 2024, perhaps. Um, They're saying that the right or conservative media is pushing a culture war when um, they're just, the right is reactionary, if people didn't know. The left is radical. So the right always reacts to the radical ideas of the left. So it's not our radical ideas. I consider myself on the right these days. But we go into the articles first. um, Building solar farms may not build the middle class. Some of the wealthiest companies in the world are investing in the green economy, but they're not investing in paying union wages. Of course not. The Green New Deal or green energy um, building or creating lots of well-paying jobs uh, has never panned out. And obviously, after the Solyndra scandal, we know that lots of money goes into these dark holes where they're supposed to be funding green energy, 
And green energy is relatively cheap. I mean, solar panels don't need a lot of maintenance. Next story, Democrats see edge in early Senate map as Trump casts big shadow. Early fundraising of he's giving Democrats cause for optimism in key states as Republicans split over how closely to align with Donald Trump's preferences. Um, the party, the right, is Donald Trump right now. All the corporatists have gone to the left, to the Democrats, and the Democratic Party, the DNC, has been compromised by China. So it is big transnational corporations and um, socialists who are uh, planning for the demise of this country. And the only thing that stands in the way are the Republicans, and now the Republicans are strictly a libertarian base of, of Trump supporters. Next article, monkeypox case is discovered in Texas. The rare but potentially serious viral illness was identified in Dallas resident who was recently returned from Nigeria. So they're just putting this. This isn't even really a story. Uh, they're just trying to scare you with a new new virus. And we leave you in the Sunday Review, the op-ed pieces of the week. I wanted to mention one, her flight to expose Epstein and earn a living. This is written by the twit Michelle Goldberg. And um, it's basically there were plenty of journalists trying to out Jeffrey Epstein, but ran into interference and never got their stories published, so this woman says, um, and was just trying to earn a living. Um, but the one I want to concentrate on is can Silicon, excuse me, can Silicon Valley find God? Artificial intelligence promises to remake the world, these believers are fighting to make sure thousands of years of text and tradition find a place among the algorithms. And the reason I get into this article is um, it's kind of a cover. It's kind of a cover for the entar- uh, artificial intelligence scientists who are trying to inject ethics into artificial intelligence, but they're trying to do it without morals. So, uh, first of all, this article by Linda Kinsler. Ms. Kinsler is a doctoral candidate in rhetoric and has previously written about technology and culture. Um, she reverse, she, they do this little experiment where she asks Alexa some questions, but she refers to Alexa as a she. Um, and I guess that's her personal pro- pronoun, but Alexa is a machine. It, it doesn't have a gender, so it's not a she. If he calls something, you can call a boat she if you want, but it's not a she. Um, but they go into this whole thing about values and ethics, big questions about life. And they go into talking about, um, but the one thing you cannot be is a Christian. They face This is about I- injecting ethics into tech. Tech is stereotypically secular industry, which traditional belief systems are regarded as things to keep hidden away at all costs. As seen from HBO's series Silicon Valley, satirized, this cultural version, you can be openly polyamorous and people here will call you brave. You can put microdoses of LSD in your cereal and people will call you a pioneer. One character says that after the chief executive of his company ousts another tech worker as a believer, but the one thing you cannot be is a Christian. And it goes into this atheistic world, and so they're hiring uh, divinity consultants and trying to Christianize 
Uh, you can't speak Christianese in the workplace. But what they try to do is try to inject ethics without morals into AI. And you can't do that. First of all, it's hard to maintain, uh, Nietzsche talked about this, hard to ta- maintain morals without religion. And you can't maintain ethics without morals. So we're going to take you to the talking heads and um, start you out with um, the former Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency Director Chris Krebs, who, um, again, is selling um, the fact that the U.S. government should go after tech companies and have the tech companies go after people who are trying to put out alternative health information. So let's listen in. Undermine our confidence in the United States of America. Let's start with misinformation. The, the, the Surgeon General put his finger on misinformation in terms of blocking people getting to vaccines. It, it, was a, it was a remarkable week in terms of pronouncements, both from some of the social media platforms, Facebook, as well as the administration. Uh, what... Uh, some of this is politically motivated. Some of it is the anti-vax community. Some of it is, uh, you know, profiteering. And I, I tend to believe that there's a lot of that going on here. People selling quack you, cures. Yeah, and, and there was a there was a Washington Post piece the other day about uh, the FTC, a former uh, FTC commissioner, uh, Daryl McSweeney, uh, that asked the FTC to investigate some of this, uh, some of the profiteering off of uh, the pandemic. Uh, not just uh, the pandemic-related disinformation, but also some of the uh, election disinformation. Uh, again, the profiteers, you have conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxers, you have political uh, activists as well, <laughs> Russian, uh, disinformation, spe- Russian uh, disinformation specialist, specialist, Russian uh, disinformation specialist in particular. Um, they, they don't actually have to do a whole lot because we've done so much here domestically to ourselves. Undermine our confidence in the United States of America. 12 Facebook accounts that are spreading this disinformation. But, but at the same time, there are those that can use those platforms for their own benefits to continue to push disinformation. Outside security experts and researchers can dig in and hold them accountable. Undermine our confidence in the United States of America. Outright treason. Yeah, there you go, Chris Krebs. He's a piece of work, man. What a, he is a disinformation agent, talking about disinformation and misinformation. All right, so now we're going to hear from Missouri Governor, excuse me, Missouri Mayor of Springfield, Ken McClure, who is, again, pushing vaccinations on the people that don't really don't want it. You have to get vaccinations. The CEO of the hospital tweeted that he was pleading with people so that nurses would have to stop zipping body bags. How did it come to this? What kinds of uh, misinformation are you seeing in your community? I think we are seeing a lot spread through social media as people are talking about fears which they have, uh, health-related fears, what it might do to them later on in their lives, uh, what might be contained in the vaccinations, and that information is just incorrect. (laughs) And I think we as a society and certainly in our community are being hurt by it. What is the most effective 
work that's going on there on the ground to address those who are vaccine hesitant. The Springfield News Leader this morning had a great article focusing on several community leaders who had taken the vaccine, why they were encouraging it. How about in the churches? Have the pastors, there's been, uh, pastors have been talking about it, haven't they? We've had several of our largest churches, including the pastors in the last week or 10 days, stepping up from the pulpit and urging that their congregations get vaccinated. The mark of the beast. Churches have been stepping up to host vaccination clinics. And the key is faith leaders are trusted. People it's respect those who, team. with whom they worship, their worship leaders, and so we are relying upon those trusted entities. How about there's another uh, somewhat mildly controversial issue about going door-to-door. -door. Public health has been using the Dota going door-to-door -door philosophy for years. It has been a tried and true practice which they use. Our Springfield-Green County Public Health Department is using it, has been using it for a long time. We know what the solution is. It's vaccination. People need to get it. It's readily available. We have so many sites that can uh, provide that service. The age groups are now all encompassing down to age 12. And you have to get vaccination. That's the only way that we are going to emerge from this. Mass mandates have come back for the summer. What do you think about mandatory vaccinations for the fall when they go back to school? Well, mandatory vaccinations are going to be a very, very touchy issues, particularly as you get into publicly funded institutions. Some private institutions are doing that, uh, but I have every confidence that the Springfield Public School District will take the appropriate step. My message is that the surge is coming. The Delta variant will be there. It's going to spread. It's already spreading throughout Missouri. Mayor Ken McClure, we thank you very much. You have to get vaccination. That's the only way that we're going to emerge from this. Yeah, more of the brainwashing. Um, you can get vaccinated if you want, and if you don't want, you don't have to. And that's just the way it is. So you can't violate per people's individual rights because you want them to take a medical procedure or a therapeutic intervention, as they're calling it now. All right, we're going to leave you with Ben Tracy of CBS News who helps blame the existence of a severe drought, and it is a severe drought, 10 or 20 year drought in the American desert, but he blames it on climate change. And as most people know, you can't really tie it to the carbon emissions of humans. There lies the problem. What some are now calling the mega drought. The scorching drought made worse by climate change fueling massive wildfires and withering one of the most important agricultural economies in the country. The state has now cut water deliveries to many of its farmers who supply much of the nation's fruits, nuts, and vegetables. This devastating drought is not confined to California. It's impacting nearly all of the West. The red and brown colors on this map are what the government calls extreme and exceptional drought. Extreme an exceptional drought. And so humans now are contending with a water limitation crisis in the West that modern society in this region has not yet had to contend with. We've long known the limitations of the arid West. That is Lake Mead, still the nation's largest reservoir. This water supply is what made Western cities such as Los Angeles, Phoenix, and Las Vegas possible 
and allowed us to create some of the richest farmland in the country. But the predicted water supply from the Colorado River was based on 20 abnormally wet years. Now 40 million people in seven states depend on it. In the year 2000, the water came right up to the top of Hoover Dam. During yeah, the mega drought, the lake has dropped more than 140 feet. Next month, the federal government is expected to make an unprecedented decision, declaring a first-ever shortage on the river, triggering cuts to the water supply in Arizona and Nevada that will cost some farmers 25% of their water. What the West needs more than anything is snow. Snowpack in the mountains melts throughout the summer and flows into reservoirs. Is this something that is caused by climate change or something that's just made worse by climate change? Climate change is making the West hotter and drier, which means more rain than snow is falling. We would need a solid decade of really wet years, which is probably just not going to happen. There's hundreds of people working in the fields, picking melons, that are people just like my ancestors that came here. Extreme and exceptional drought. Is this something that is caused by climate change? Yeah, I cut most of it out, but you know, they had to infuse into that the migration story. Um, so somehow if you don't do anything about climate change, um, it's not fair to the migrant workers. That's it for me. I'll see you next week. Rudy's Revelation. Check me out. Facebook on Twitter.